0: RadioInfluence.com This is the Cannabis Podcast powered by leave on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. This is Ian Beckles coming at you at the Flavor of Tampa Bay. And today we have uh, a few things to talk about that are cannabis or weed related. we talk a little bit about uh, legislation and amendments as far as, uh, you know, the cannabis rules in Florida. Uh, we'll talk about how people are petrified of edibles, uh, kind of understand. And uh, we'll also talk about the the methods of smoking because there's seems like a new method's coming out every single day. We'll also talk about a group that's having a meeting. I don't know much about it. I just kind of Googled it and ran into this group and I'm kind of curious to to see what they're all about so maybe uh, me talking about it will get me more involved in it. But, um, you know, as far as legalizing marijuana, um, you know, we're talking recreationally. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen in 2020. Like, I think it's the Florida GOP leaders are telling the Supreme Court that it probably won't happen. So uh, there's obviously still enough um friction against it and it may not get on that ballot uh, i don't know what the normal you know ham and egg like myself can do about it but uh there's still money and there's still energy and effort uh going up against marijuana so it may not get on that ballot you know one of the main things that everybody's talking about you know one of the reasons to keep it off people are petrified of edibles okay um For those of you that have ever indulged, and I have often, um, it's a different animal. Um, You have to be very careful. And, you know, people are scared that, you know, gummies and lollipops and, you know, things like that or brownies are going to get in, you know, the hands of children. And I understand that as a parent. You obviously don't want that to happen. Now, the kid's not going to die. But... (laughs) The kid may never be the same. We don't know. I had a uh, a situation here last week where um, I had an edible that was in a spot where I didn't think anybody could possibly get it. And there was a dog in my uh, office, and I looked over and the dog had the edible in his mouth. So it's a, a Rice Krispies treat or a granola bar. So if I didn't get this dog... Before he ingested that edible and I got him and I almost ripped it out, it'd have been a problem. It'd have been a problem because he had enough in him to where he'd have been tripping for a bit. So, uh, old Fido, I saved his life. So, you know, don't be snooping around, Fido, okay? But I understand why people are scared. Um, But listen, people, people, uh, there's, Vicodin is a drug, right? Uh, Xanax is a drug. Kids are curious. You put that in front of them, they're going to take it. Okay? They see their parents taking it, they're gonna take it. Now, a gummy bear is gonna be more appealing, but shame on you if you have exposed your children. Shame on you. You go out of your way. You gotta figure when you have a marijuana gummy, it treat it like a gun. Okay? Don't give your kids any chance, not one percent chance to find it, cause they're gonna eat it. And if you have a whole satchel of gummies and the kids don't read it, and they're not going to read it because they've never read a, a, a candy package ever before. They're going to they're gonna look at it. They're going to say, gummies. Yeah, I love gummies. You know what they're going to do? Eat the whole package, and you're going to be in trouble when you go to the hospital, and your kid's not going to die, but you're going to be in trouble when your 8-year-old is there a tripping on marijuana gummies. You're going to be in trouble, so um, it's for mature people, just like guns. I'm serious. You got to treat it that way. So there's still some resistance out there now, you know, doing this podcast, you know, I'm trying to get myself, um, more closely associated with some more people that are uh, into the cannabis world. And I find myself, um, developing a little, little group myself. Uh, so I just kind of Googled, you know, cannabis groups and one came up and there's actually a meeting coming up. And if I have some time, I might just check it out. Actually, I'm looking, I see I'm actually working at that time. But Thursday, January 16th at six o'clock, they have a group called the Waterfront Cannabis Networking. It's at American Social. And I don't know anything about it. You know, I read up on it a little bit. And they talked about what they do. It says, we proudly support patients, business professionals, entrepreneurs, and investors. We offer education and networking opportunities in the global medical and legal cannabis market. Join our friendly social networking event where you'll meet people of all ages, ethnicities, um, backgrounds. Guests include entrepreneurs, investors, uh, cultivators, processors, and dispensaries. So, if you're in that world, and it sounds more of a business thing, it's not really a weed smoker thing. Although I don't think that's anything wrong with that. But if you're in that world um, and you're looking to make money on cannabis, that's this sounds like it's something for you. And I swear this would have been something for me to attend. I would love to have done it, and you know, get some hookups and you know, get some. Every time I'm in any kind of expo that's involved with cannabis, you you, you run into people that that are like minded. And everybody wants to kind of network and co-mingle and, you know, be around people that think like you do. So this sounds like what like that is. So Thursday, January 16th at 6 o'clock, water, Waterfront Cannabis Networking, American Social, which is over there um, right near the Amelie Arena. Can't, you can't miss it. Now, I thought I would talk a little bit today about methods of smoking. Um, there is quite a few methods of smoking. Everybody has their preference um i started off way back when probably when i was 35 36 years old that's the first time that i indulged uh the first time i got high was uh i took a hit off of a pipe or a one hitter type thing um i was i came back from the cactus club i should tell you how long ago it was uh came back from the cactus club and uh, a friend of mine said, "You need to just try this again because I tried it one time and it didn't do anything." So I took a hit, and he goes, "Hit it this time." So I hit it hard to where I almost swallowed it, like gulped it, and coughed like I've never—I've coughed that way since. Haven't been that high since either. I mean, that was as high as I've ever been. I was driving home from the Cactus Club. I don't live that far. I live on West Shore. By the time I got to Swan and Henderson. Uh, I thought the cops were after me, the FBI was after me, the person behind me in the car was after me, and everybody around me was after me. And it probably took me what seemed like an hour to get home was probably two minutes, but it seemed like that drive was forever. Then I got home and ate two sleeves of Girl Scout cookies, and it was just, uh, I actually called my boy and said, um, how can I stop this? Because I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore because I was high, like real, real high. To where Somebody's talking to you and you're falling asleep. That was, I'll never be that high again, although I try sometimes. So the first time I hit it was a, a one-hitter pipe type of thing. Now I'm kind of moving into, uh, I did blunts for a while. Okay, I did blunts for a while. I like the flavored ones, green apple and blueberry and all that kind of stuff. Um, they have those, I think they call high times flat wraps. Uh, I did that for a while. And then I kind of heard that there's some tobacco in the wraps and it's not great for you. So I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stay as healthy as you can for somebody who's smoking. Okay, that's, that's, that's my goal. So then I went to the white papers. Now I'm, now I'm on the white papers, like the 1.5s. That's kind of my choice right now. Um, if you're in your car and you have marijuana paraphernalia, you're dumb. Don't do that. Okay, I'm not telling you should ever be in your car and smoke. I'm not saying that. But if you do, and lots do, don't bring anything more than a joint in your car. Be smart. I don't ever have more than a joint in my car. If you get pulled over, eat it. You can't get arrested for your car smelling like weed anymore because there's hemp cigarettes. You can't do it. I mean, they're they're not able to do it anymore. So you obviously got to do what's best for you. But for me, white papers. And I've gotten to a point now where you know, I've done, you know, the, um, the vapes, um, walked around with in my pocket. I didn't lo- I didn't love it. I, I didn't love it. I, I, it's different. It's a different high. Um, it's convenient as hell. I don't think that's good. Convenience in, in a while sometimes is bad. Like if you have it in your pocket, you can't wait to get away to hit it. If it's in your car, then you got to wait a little bit. You know, if you're, if, if you're overweight, you don't want to have hamburgers in your pocket. So you can just reach for them all the time, and I probably would. But to me, the vapes hit different almost too much at times. Like, almost too much getting your system at the same time. There's a lot of situations going on with vapes, and a lot of that's to do with cigarettes, but some of that's has to do with marijuana as well, and people having situations where they're going to the hospital. So I, that's not me. It, it's a lot of other people, obviously, because I see everybody with them. I'll hit it. I just don't want it to have it on me because it becomes too too, e- too easy, obviously. Um, I had my boy uh I can, dabs, I can't remember. I had him on the show one time. Nugsley Dabsworth the Eighth. He that's his name. <laughs> that's what's thought on his birth certificate, but Nugsley Dabsworth the Eighth. And he uh he kind of introduced me to the dabs. So I did that once. I didn't care for it. I, I don't know if I have a sensitive throat. I burned my throat. I don't even like big bongs. Like I it, I find it's too much at one time. Just give me a rolled up J and then I'm then I'm happy. And then we get to the old edibles. I'm liking them. I'm liking them at night. Me and an edible, we're going at it. You know, it's I've never been a great sleeper. Uh, you know, I'll I'll pop in a good 125, something like that at night and you're going night night. Guaranteed. You know, like I said before, you have to watch yourself with edibles. You could have too much. I don't think you could smoke too much. I don't think it's possible. I don't think you sit there because you'll, you'll just stop. You'll be like, I'm high. I'm going to stop. Although I know some people that won't stop, that have never stopped. But the edible, it sneaks, it sneaks up from behind and you don't know it's coming. And that can turn into a problem. And I've been play when I usually when I take an edible, I don't go anywhere. I usually sit and I chill, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm sitting watching a hockey game or a movie or a documentary or whatever. Um, there'd be times you take one and go out, and you feel it creeping. And I'm thinking it's time to go home because this is creeping to a funny place. Because if you're at your house sitting on the couch, you're in a funny place. That's great. It's funny. But if you're amongst a bunch of people, and you're in a funny place. That ain't funny no more. So I'm just gonna tell everybody that when you if you haven't indulge in edibles do it at home first before you go out and act an ass i heard a a funny story the other day and i won't bring up names but it was a former buccaneer who the first time he ever tried marijuana was on an away trip on a plane and he took a brownie and he went to the doctor on the plane and said i need help i just ate a weed brownie to the doctor the buccaneer doctor Bad idea first of all (laughs) If you're going to indulge for the first time, anybody, don't do it on a plane and don't make it a brownie. It's a that's a, that, that whole equation is terrible. Um, it turned out all right. But the doctor looked at him like, are you kidding me? Uh, so everybody be smart with that. But if anybody ever has questions for me or comments, uh, it's Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Uh, if you have a strain that you guys like, uh, maybe dispensary just opened up or anything you guys want looked up. We could always Google it. But uh, you can hit me up, Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com, and make sure you're listening to my, all my other podcasts as well on Radio Influence. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Get out there and smoke something delicious or ingest or dab or whatever you do. Have a wonderful week and be safe. Peace out. For more
0: information on medical cannabis, make sure to visit TrueLeave on Twitter at TrueLeave or Trulieve.com. That's T-R-U-L-I-E-V-E.com. Also, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter, at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence.
1: This is an MJ Morning Show podcast
0: quick fix on Radio Influence. I picked my wife up from the airport and she's like, see that lady on the curb? I'm like, yeah. She goes, crazy cat lady. And I'm like, okay. She's like, no, you don't understand. She brings the cat on and she wants to talk to the cat before the flight and the cat's in a carrier and she stuck her whole head in the cat carrier and then let go of it. So the whole cat carrier is supported by like her neck and her fat head and she's talking to her cat and everybody can hear. So now every, nobody wants to have anything what? to do with her. Then the flight takes off. And she's talking to Monkey the cat, and right. she feeds Monkey by pulling out a baby bottle and starts feeding. And this cat is bottle trained. This cat's, oh. oh. you know, drinking out of the bottle. Yeah, but I don't think this qualifies as an emotional support animal racket. It sounds like she was just a regular traveler with her pet in a carrier. Yeah, but she's still nuts? Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> all right, all right. So what I, happens? I don't, I don't care what delineation we're giving this lady. All right. After she feeds the cat out of the bottle, she pulls out deli meats. Like <laughs> like like like, like turkey and ham. And she starts chewing it up and starts feeding the cat mouth to mouth. Like birdie birdie style. Oh my god. She's baby birding the cat chewed up cold cuts. What, is she taking it out and then putting it in the cat's mouth? No, she 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 took out like a piece of ham, chewed it up until it was pulverized, and then just like puckered her lips and then, oh, like, pushed out a little bit of ham <laughs> and the cat just comes <laughs> up and He's that's it. what baby burning is. I know. She, she, she baby-burned the, the cat. Oh. The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts,
1: the iHeartRadio app, MJMorningShow.com and RadioInfluence.com